Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if i do say so myself i've noticed that and i think our listeners have noticed too because i've been picking up on a bunch of tiktok comments that have been like you're glowing recently so hats off to dime no one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine the work system from dime beauty has everything you need in one powerful package it includes a gentle cleanser a toner two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Well, well, well. Guys, we're nearing... Things are like really apocalyptic. Apocalyptic. They're really kind of taking form. Mm-hmm. Vishnu is taking its multi-yard form and said, "I am become death, destroyer of worlds." Every moment is highly meaningful. It really and is. We edge closer and closer towards the outer reaches of the universe. The, outer the more that Vanderpump rules. I feel like the world is going to truly end like after the reunion. Like that is oblivion. Or I'm like, is the world going to fucking end before we even get to see the <laughs> It might. Honestly, it might. If anything fucks up me watching this reunion. Yeah. We better not go to war spree. with China yeah. before 
fucking... If China really wanted to, like, get super aggressive, they would fuck with the reunion of Vanderbump rule. Like, right? That would throw Americans over the edge. If yeah, China be... and Russia teamed up to destroy no. the Vanderbump rules reunion... They would... They would... Literally, there would be, like, a draft. Do you know, like, the Bravo moms and, like, Bravo accounts would form an army. They would draft their followers, and they would literally sail across the sea, hijack planes, and go to war. That would be World War Three. That would begin <laughs> the end, which would result in, like, a nuclear apocalypse. And then the world would become, like, water world, where everyone's on, like, Honestly, giant flotillas. <laughs> Nothing is scarier, and I believe that no one would fight harder than <laughs> an angry Bravo mob. An angry They're Bravo the mob soldiers of, of that we've been really overlooking. Yeah, yeah, we've been overlooking them this entire time, <laughs> but they are like samurai level fighters. Honestly, like it's a sleigh that they're doing BravoCon in Vegas a little bit. And I I'm kind of like simply might have to go. You and I have to go. I think. Well, also. Well, we I'm manifesting. Yeah. I'm manifesting being whisked there. On a panel. And also, Erica Jane's Vegas residency, I am going to that. <laughs> I already see I'm <laughs> there a, in spirit and astral projected. Her being a card counter, like a casino <laughs> worker, and it was like, Erica's, Erica's residency. <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah, it's a long stint. I've been craving. I love nothing more. Now, after going to Katy Perry's residency, I love nothing more than descending on Vegas with a gaggle of gays and just tearing it up for one night, one night only, and then get seeing a diva and then getting in the car and getting back to the hellscape of Los Angeles. We have to go. Absolutely. I want her to bring me on stage. And she'll go, how you many fucks do, do you give? <laughs> you guys could riff together. What if the three of us sang, I did it my way, or whatever, what's the song? Shot she down. better sing. <laughs> yeah. I bet she sings some Sinatra. It's like a full circle moment, kind of, and I feel like we actually invented her Vegas residency. Well, I do think it's like, she got, she definitely got deprived of being Roxy, really, because of fucking covid and i think because she knew mm. the shit was about to hit the fan so this is her real roxy heart moment it really is i'm proud of her honestly slay our friend texted laura and i a few weeks ago and just said tom tom girardi dead and my heart <laughs> literally jumped and then he was like oh actually it's a it's a hoax <laughs> i mean he could go any day now yeah yeah I was watching uh, this show on Amazon. It's so good. I have to recommend it. It's called Class of 07. And it has mm-hmm. um, Emily Browning. She's been in a lot of shit. And Love her. the girl who was in the beginning of Smile, who like cuts her throat and like the, the first smiler. Mm-hmm. And it's about a 10 year reunion for this all girls Catholic school in Australia. And then like, an apocalyptic tidal wave like destroys the earth and they're just stuck at their on the grounds of their school so it's like lord of the flies but like with 30 somethings and it's That's amazing really funny and really like 
very like Aussie humor and just cunty and like sweet and I love it. I feel like you would love it because it's like Cascade vibes. Yeah, I like that a lot. I want to like, I wanted and prayed that Yellow Jackets would be that for me. But it really has taken an American horror story turn early in the game that I was like, I can't. I can't with like a, I can't do the like ghostly. Yeah. I just can't do like a weird deer horn energy (laughs) that's supernatural. It's like not my aesthetic. Simon said the same thing when we were, we saw a giant billboard and he goes, what the fuck's with the American horror story vibe? And I was like. Miss me. I can't. (laughs) I can't do it. I mean, I love, it's like, it's an overwhelming amount of like queens in one show but it's like i just it's great i tried watching the first episode and i was like i'm gonna i'll i'll follow through because I, I i'm only really watching for like juliette lewis and melanie linsky but i'm like the spooky like what is going on is it i thought it was just gonna sometimes be them being you don't yeah sometimes you don't need to add spook like you can just have humans in like, human behavior is spooky enough as is. So, like, you put a soccer team crashed and stranded in the middle of the woods. Like, that's spooky enough. We don't need extra spook. Yeah. It's just my take. But I also gave up, like, around episode three or four. I was, like, too spooky for me. And it also is not scary to me. So, I'm, like, unless I'm truly getting a little sweaty palms, I can't do it. I don't know any of their names. But Me either. Who's the woman, Tawny Cypress, who plays the, like, senator? Mm-hmm. What's, she's, like, a, what's with her, like, having, like, sundowning into, like, a werewolf? Oh, I didn't even know that that was happening. I can't, like, I don't, I'm not interested. Yeah. This ain't Twilight. <laughs> like, well, it's, it's twi- about to be it's because. Twilight American horror story mashup, and I just, like, I don't get down like that. I respectfully bow out. It's about to be Twilight because they're doing a Twilight series now. There's no literally. I, know, I saw that they're doing a fucking Harry Potter show, which I'm like, what the fuck? That J.K. Rowling herself is executive producing, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Nothing. It's just they're just recycling everything, everything, everything forever. Yeah, that's all there is to do right now. We don't. I don't need to see Harry Potter again. It's a retelling of the same. It, it's literally just the same thing, just as a show. I never saw it in the first place. You never saw the movies? No. They tried to show them like on movie night at boarding school, and I was like, "Fuck you!" I'm literally 18 years old. <laughs> I'm not a child. Get me out of here. I was probably like 19 at one point. I was like, "Why am I here right now?" I didn't read the books. I'm saving them for if I get like a terminal illness and I need something to. <laughs> Really put a pep in my step. Uh, yeah, the Harry Potter, like our millennial Harry, like the millennial Harry Potter kingdom of fans is very Disney adult. Definitely. I mean, I I will say the first movie was <laughs> yummy. <laughs> it's sumptuous, a sumptuous feast, but it it's not it's not good. Emma Watson. It gave us Emma Watson. Did you we'll see her? Never. Did you see her birthday post for herself? The caption no, was. I've, disen- I've, con- I've disengaged. The caption was unreal. It was like my entering my thirty fourth cycle around the sun, and it was like 
all lots of things happened this year and like one of them is like i invested in a crypto company <laughs> my nanny my my <laughs> my grammy died you know just listing all these things that happened to her and it's just like you're a robot yeah she has like a time's up tattoo no yeah i mean i don't know if it's a fake tattoo i would hope so for her sake but i'm just like that told me everything i needed to know <laughs> she has it on the goodbye goodbye emma goodbye rosé <laughs> should we get into this episode yeah there's a, it's another long one there's so much to unpack it's a long ass up i'm katie <laughs> i'm lady and you're listening to and you're listening to sexy, sexy unique, unique podcast, podcast. Bump it. Bump it. Ain't nobody got me feeling like I'm feeling you. Like I'm feeling you. Like I'm feeling you. By the way, the song that played at the end, I believe, was in Mob Wives. Cool. I can see what you want me to see. Remember? It's not the main song. No, but they've used it, I think, in Mob Wives before. Okay, chic. Mob Wives! Renee. Renee's doing something recently on Instagram. Someone was like, she's offering some sort of service, like life coaching or something like that on Instagram. I'm like, I need this. I'd take it. I wonder what it is. Let me see if I can find it. I like that she's just leaning into her airbrushing. Honestly, I am obsessed with her airbrushing. (laughs) It's a real move to post only airbrushed photos and then every once in a while drop the real deal and then go back to airbrush it's like it's really it just always throws me but i love that tactic no one else is doing it like she is on social media no she's avant she's like the vanguard she's Mm -hmm. also just like i love when she's like all right motherfuckers you want to see the real thing i'll show it to you Mm mm-hmm She's like, here we go. And I'm beautiful. I don't even need the airbrushing. So fuck off. I'm my father's and then daughter. She goes back to a full, like, fictional face. <laughs> she, goes, she goes back to the magician's assistant. <laughs> it really is. She's telling body stories that I never have seen before. <laughs> Something's going, like, she's really channeling, and I'm obsessed with her. Wait, she's written an erotic novel hold alert the press wait we need to do a live reading she wrote a novel called playing with fire oh i think listen to the description this is incredible rain grazi is no stranger to dangerous men her whole life they've been there grandfathers uncles cousins she knows the difference between people who make the rules and those who broke them but she has no idea why someone might want her dead. Nick Vitelli is handsome, sophisticated, and an assassin. He doesn't know who hired him to take out Rain, but after they meet and sparks fly, he vows to protect her, unless it's really him they are after. Thus begins Playing With Fire, a sexy thriller by Renee Graziano, star of VH1's hit show Mob Wives. The author knows this lifestyle firsthand. She is the daughter of one of the most famous mobsters of our day, with an ex-husband now in witness protection and a trail of connected boyfriends a mile long. I need to see the reviews. Rain Grazi. I'm obsessed with Rain Grazi. <laughs> Rain Grazi. That sounds good. People really love this. It has a 4.2. I'm going to read it. Wow. Okay, I'm fucking reading that. That's amazing. Even though Renee unfollowed on me her. on Instagram, I want to support her still. 
I know. You just got to let her do her. She still follows there. you. Does she? Yeah, I checked. I love that. She's a real one. Yeah. She knows where bread is buttered. Rain grazie. She's a woman supporting women. That's all what we need to do, band together in this economy. This episode is playing with fire. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. 
Are you ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? Give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos and you will rise to the top of the heap and you will be deified and worshipped for the rest of your days walking this planet. Because as anyone who has siblings know, that's the only goal on Mother's Day is to be the favorite. And if you're an only child, you're still competing with all your other extended family members and it's important to wage a war and come out on top. If you're an only child, you're also at war with yourself. So what you can do is get your mother or the preeminent mother figure in your life an aura frame. You load it up with photos. It's literally the easiest thing to do. And I know that you might be thinking, ew, digital frames are bleak. But I'm telling you, this aura frame is chic. And the best part is it has unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, so you can keep updating your mother or mother figure's frame with new photos. So it's the gift that keeps on giving and uploading. I gave my mom an Aura frame, and she had resisted for so long because she's truly anti-technology like barely even understands how to facetime and i said just let me just let me and i set it all up for her i plugged it in i fired up the app i preloaded pictures on it and now she's so into it that she figured out how to preload pictures and even runs it from her app which is truly saying a lot because she refuses to download apps she thinks everyone's spying on her stealing her data and the fact that i was able to break through and she literally loves this frame like loaded it up with pictures of her cat i was like we did it joe Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off, plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code SUP at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, wait. I have a theory after watching this episode like a couple times. I'm like... I didn't realize that the Tom and Raquel stuff would be actually teased in the season. I thought that it was just like going to be focused on Schwartz and Raquel the whole time. And then that was just a bombshell revelation. But now I'm thinking that people got really strategic about all of the rollout and hype and PR to like get viewers back on the phone. And I'm not. I'm not mad at that, but I just do feel slightly manipulated, I have to say. Yeah. I also think I think that is definitely possible and probable. I also think that they went back and like found B-roll or stuff just after the scandal all broke to splice into these mm-hmm. newer episodes to focus more on the Raquel stuff. Yeah. Cuz some of the stuff felt like sort of like unaired, like that would have been unreleased footage. Especially at the end of yeah, this I would episode. Yeah, played second fiddle yeah. Yeah, to like the other A storylines. I just have to really give it up for Allie, eagle-eyed reporter on the... Allie on the beat. She's Saul Goody Allie's Proctor. coming for Sheena's wig a little bit, but mm-hmm. she's, she's Sheena's reporter in training. She's an apprentice. Because Sheena is never not on the beat. No, she Sheena's... was on the beat on Watch What Happens Live. I was... I was like, this woman is a star. She slays the game. And she was just like on fire. Really? And she was kept doing this 
she kept doing I'm so crazy face and I was obsessed with it. She did it at least five times. I was like, go off. Did she confirm or deny that she beat up Raquel? She goes, well, I didn't punch her. She was there. Let's just say there's a difference between a punch and a shove. <laughs> and I was like, Sheena, you shouldn't say that you shoved her on live television, but, go, but do you? And she did throw her phone. And I have to say her hair is has never looked better. It's so shiny. Mm. She got like a kind of a warm honey, like it's brunette, but with like a tiny touch of warm honey highlights. And I was like, this is really everything's working. Like she is emerging queen supreme. I mean, that's what happens when you live by the sea. That Your hair ocean just gets air. voluminous and saltwater infused. Filtering in through the windows of her Marina Del Rey abode. Does Andy love her? I think so, but I think he's like a little bit... Shunked. Shunked by her and scared of... I, I get a sense that he's like scared of her energy. <laughs> I as saw he this, should be. We got tagged in this post that was like, or I got sent maybe a direct message, a direct message of Sheena. A direct message. Sheena was doing some like low budget web series before she got big where she was like covering like the do's and don'ts of dating and like red flags. And it's very like Russian propaganda TV. It's like it looks. And I've she has, seen that. Mm-hmm. And her brows are like you've never seen brows like that. And she's talking about like red flags and men and all the and it's just like it's apocalyptic and I love it. Yeah. She's been on the beat. She's been on the beat hustling for decades and now here she is, star. Um, so the episode sort of everyone's back in fucking in their Mendocino Farms houses post Mexico. Yeah. James, Sheena and Brock are writing thank you notes for the wedding. Ugh. And James and Allie are like unpacking, I guess. And James is like, My back still hurts from the plane. I love him, like having physical ailment. Like James Kennedy aging into like back pain from a plane really struck me. I was like, We are one in that way. I really love him. I love him so much. He's hilarious. And he's just Raquel. He's, he's so sweet. Like, I really think deep down he's, like, I mean, I'm sure he's also terrible, but I know deep down he has, like, a sweetie heart. He has a beautiful heart. And I want to, like, give him a hug. Mm-hmm. But he'll go, mate, mate, Raquel, no, 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 mate. <laughs> no, no, mate, don't touch. No touching. Love you, mate. Keep going. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, sober. That's great. Wait, I got a little Aussie in there, but it's okay. Raquel's having a photo shoot on the side of the street with charlie which i guess is like some social media content but i was just like imagine having your friend like go out to the side of the road in beverly hills take like i don't know where but i was like this is something i likely would have to have a lobotomy in order to feel comfortable putting a friend through that's why you like get a significant other so you can torture them and make them film you I think they're in like that weird grassy knoll on the side of South Santa Monica Boulevard, Mm -hmm. like going towards Century City. That makes sense. She's like, is this going to be for your Hinge profile? And Raquel goes, "Mm -hmm, maybe, maybe, (laughs) maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Katie comes over to pick up the dogs from Tom Schwartz's 
vertical okay. blinds apartment. And he he's like, I'm so goddamn stressed out. Like, blah, 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 the restaurant. Blah, blah, blah. And she goes, that sounds awful. Okay, bye. And I was like, the power, she's yeah. taking it back. She took back the night, and I'm, I was really proud of her. And I was like, Me that's too. how you fucking do it. You leave him. He was pulverized. He was surprised. Because when she first came over, I was like, no. And then mm-hmm. she gathered the dogs and just left. And he was legit shunks. He was shook. He was. I was watching, and I was like, Katie, Katie. I'm keeping my eye on you. It set him off. It, it, I think he spiraled a little after that. It's good. Push him to the brink of psychological destruction and he will have no choice but to rebuild and rise from the ashes. I also think that she was like, I have to get out of here because it smells so bad. So she probably was like not breathing. So she was like, yep, okay, bye. And then (gasps) as soon as she stepped out again, smelly, smelly. It's like his apartment smells like old coffee, dogs, socks, gym socks. And kind of mildew. I don't think the apartment has windows. I don't think he ever opens them. Oof. He also, he calls Sandoval and then is like, Katie came over. She didn't really talk to me. Like, what the hell? And then he keeps saying, I did nothing wrong, which truly enraged me to a point where I was like, this man deserves to be punched. <laughs> I was like, if I saw him, I would go full Danielle Staub. How about, How about a punch? A punch? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, Katie's more mad about this than when I actually cheated. And I'm like, you're that's really you. sad. And that's a sign that she's finally grown some bowls and created some boundaries. Yeah. And then he goes on to say that he wouldn't care if Sandoval and Katie got married tomorrow. And I was like, you don't love this person. No. You, clear, you like literally do not care about this person. All you care about is that they stay like subservient to you or like under your thumb kind of emotionally or that you can like get a rise out of them. But you don't. That's something you say if you truly like just don't give a shit about someone. Like it no, wouldn't he wants, bother you. He wants mummy's milk once in a while. But otherwise mm-hmm. he's like does wouldn't care if she fell off the side of the earth. Yeah, he'd I mean, be like when sad we get that... that she's not around anymore. Mm-hmm. When we get that flashback later, I was truly like, "Oh, you're—he's an abusive person." Mm-hmm. Has constantly undermined her and cut her down over and over and over again in front of people, like blatantly abusive, just telling her, "Shut up, Katie!" Like that is in front of like your group of friends. Hanging out with like a couple like that or a couple whose vibes are so obviously bad is one of my most uncomfortable situations. Like I'd rather be locked in like solitary confinement for 23 hours than have to like spend one to two hours with a couple that is like in the midst of like a toxic relationship. I like to watch it on TV. But, like, when you're subjected to it, it truly is, like, I want to claw my eyes out and run screaming into the streets. Well, it's also, like, you you are a, you are a key ingredient to this, like, bizarre foreplay. Yeah. You've been roped into their weird sex game. And you become involved because it's, like, they'll diss each other in front of you or, like, say things, allude, and they'll, like, 
oftentimes loop you in to get on the side of the other one or you might feel like oh I need to like defend this person so like I have to say something about this it's like it's just so awful it's awful that's when you're like okay that sucks bye pull Katie yeah. Maloney when you're like oh I gotta go bye so good to see you thank you sorry Charlie and Raquel sit down after her photo shoot Charlie gives it real to her yeah. I was really appreciating this. Charlie was kind of like, you're a dumb bitch for what that what you did with Oliver. Yeah, she goes, it was distasteful and disrespectful. Well, with what she did with Schwartz. Oh, Schwartz, sorry. Well, she's like, I'm she going goes, on a date with Oliver. Yeah. And she's like, what you did was bad. And then Raquel goes, well, Katie came to a wedding she wasn't invited to. And then... She was like, it doesn't matter. She told you that she didn't want you to make out with him and you did it anyways. It was just like, and then everyone cheered. It was just like bad behavior. I wouldn't do that to my worst enemy, she said. You see Raquel's face too. She's like, damn. Yeah. And then Raquel's like, I don't want to date him. But then her confessional, she's like, well, if he said that he wanted to date me, I would definitely date him. Definitely. I was like, girl, you need help. She's talking about Sandoval when she's talking, when she's saying that, I think. I think she's kind of open to whatever at That's this true. point. Yeah. I mean, what really <laughs> is freaky about her too, is that like her standards of behaving are so backwards because it's like she goes on this she goes out with Oliver finds out that like his wife or finds out that he's lying and that like he's misrepresented his relationship with his wife slash ex-wife or whatever baby mama and then she's like well I can't be with you now because like you lied and I didn't know what the deal was but yet when she does know exactly what the deal is, she goes in like guns blazing, ready to like fucking suck her way to the top. It's really bizarre. Maybe she just likes to know. She just always wants to know. That's her standard. She'd be I have happier to know that he was. Yeah, I have to know that like, you're in a full fledged relationship and committed to someone and like living in domestic partners. And then I'll hop on that dick. Yeah, or like you're separated, but you haven't worked it out. But as long as I know that there's someone else that would be hurt by my actions, <laughs> I'm fully down. But if you trick me and then I make out with you and then I find out later that someone is hurt by it, I don't like that. Shame. I want to know that I'm causing the maximum level of destruction. Shame on you for that. And he didn't <laughs> I even stand up when I left. <laughs> Remember my podcast name for her podcast would be Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Today on Hey. It's just me talking again. <laughs> no one wants to podcast with me, so I must just do it myself. Sandoval and her should start one. I would listen. Can you imagine? They honestly should. People would listen just so they bank out. Something that haunted me was that Andy Koenash Sheena, which Vanderpump Rules cast member, has the least amount of money in their bank account. And Sheena goes, Rachel, and then laughed. And Andy looked scared. And I was like, I'm scared. I don't want, I 
to imagine her being like broken destitute after this is truly so traumatic i do not wish that for her i wish her wealth and success and staying on the fucking show i appreciate how you're always very concerned about like financial status of people you're like very it's very Suze Orman, Susie orman of you i'm o- i'm always watching rachel is giving fantine she is fantine she's gonna sell her teeth i dream the dream of time come on she's fantine right now in the insane asylum <gasps> he's he spent the summer by my side he filled my days with endless cum <laughs> he took my <laughs> he took my he 20s in his stride Oh, but, but he, he was... was gone when Sheena came. <laughs> Wait, I'm oh, literally have full body chills. Can you imagine her and just? She should do a video where she's singing that like around. She's staring out the window. She should. Sh- she should shave her head and get like fucking ripped. She'd cool. She'd look cool. Rock would look fucking cool if she went full GI Jane. She should emerge like a bodybuilder, shaved head from the insane oh asylum. Ready? Do you understand how freaked out everyone would be on that show if they didn't see her for months and she showed up day one filming with a shaved head and like cut up arms and abs, thighs that could crush a trash can? Remember in Aliens, the sequel, when there's that one female Marine Vasquez who's like a total dyke and like is jacked as hell. Do you remember that? Mm, It's been a minute. I don't even think I've watched Aliens all the way through. I was like an alien one head. But go on. This is very that she I feel like Raquel she and she's still like super hot. Um, I feel like Raquel could lean into that aesthetic. Yeah. Holding a giant. Mini That's gun. phase two. If I was in charge of like the Raquel comeback, like engineering it, we would go. We would move into phase two, which would be uh, some bodybuilding, bodybuilding, progressive overload, shaved steroids. head. Mm, I don't think she'd need steroids. I want her to sing that around Valley Village. Mm-hmm. My dick. Okay. Two morons sit in a restaurant. <laughs> Tom Sandoval has so much rage. Have you noticed that? He's an angry man. He's a very angry man. He's a very angry person. I think the Toms are both very angry men. They're most frustrated, I would say, at themselves. Yeah, because they're old. Because they're old and they're both dumb. Yeah. I think they're both really... And I don't mean like just low IQ. I mean just like like dum-dums. They can't rise to the challenge. They don't have a sense of the world. No. They don't have like a grasp on like... Reality. Yeah, their EQ is good and bad. Mm-hmm. Like they, they're charming, but they're also... They're very inept people. They are literally like Los Angeles. This is what happens, I think, to like some mid-hot LA guys that like find... Yeah some sort of taste of fame or riches but it never really amounts to much but then i think they realize they're in over their head they like don't get it 
I don't think Schwartz and Sandy's is going to be around for the long haul. I just don't see this restaurant like bouncing. No. Back. I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't wish failure on them, but I just don't think that this restaurant having dined there three times now, twice, three times. Thrice. I can't remember. It's definitely harrowing when Tom Sandoval is saying like, I'm good with a B plus. Yeah, I was like, that tells me everything I need to know. Like they are, they're just trying to expedite this opening for Swartz and Sandy's. And Tom's like, dude, we just need to open it. Even if we sell fucking potato chips, just open it. And I love when Brett, the manager was like, well, you want to open it? Then get in here and work with people and open it. And that really shut them both the fuck up because I truly believe that they are the type of people that don't actually put in the work, but they try and have everyone do it for them and then they're like frustrated when it comes down to actually like the nitty-gritty like sandoval complaining he's so sick of like every little minute thing and nickel and dot it's like babe that's seems like what the restaurant industry is and like opening a restaurant is like that is the process of it it's also like wow way to aspire to mediocrity like it's just he's yeah. like so, he's like when artists musicians go on stage, man. If they get a B plus, they're fucking psyched. It's like, well, you're neither a musician nor a restaurateur. So yeah, this is why you're Tom Sandoval. Yeah, because you're these are your standards. You are consistently like a B plus is your A plus. You're never gonna get truly that successful. I don't think. He goes, nobody ever performs at an A+. Plus. I was like, uh, Beyonce performs at an A+. Plus. Like, Gaga. I've seen plenty of A-plus performances, and I feel like we've even performed at A-plus, like at our shows. Dream big. I mean, try like even if it ends up being a B-plus, at least you tried. For, like, God, it's just, he's so fucking lazy. But B-plus is also so Tom Sandoval and the most extras, because at the end of the day, <laughs> it is just a cover band, and that's yeah. true B-plus energy. To not even be able to just write your own songs and perform them and you sink that much money into like performing other people's songs live, you're B plus vibes. Sorry, babe. B plus forever. Sorry, babe. Also, this restaurant, if you're a restaurant, you need to aim for an A plus because that's what keeps people coming back or coming in. Like, no one wants to go and pay A-plus prices for no. C-minus at best food. Also, like, this is food. This is a health risk. Like, aspire to a little more, please. Set an example for Schwartz, yeah. because God knows he doesn't know how. He's a lost cause. He is a lost shell of a man. I'm just, I'm stressed at Sandoval being a million dollars in the hole potentially like losing his house and like his mother's pension is really dark to me well you know again i say this like someone's personal life should not dictate like how their career like unless they're like abusing people but like if someone has an affair it shouldn't destroy their business ventures but like oh no but he there's a lot riding on what the image that he was putting out so he really he screwed the pooch this is his doing. Yeah. He couldn't keep his dick in his fucking pants or just be a bigger person and just say, Ariana, I can't do this. 
like he had to this is he chose to do this his business is riding a lot on like this image of him being like so it's ultimately his fault it's yeah it, it ain't good he's a big dumb i don't dumb. love it for him no his risk management skills are d minus yeah b plus is that would be great yeah that'd be a win no ho vibes no i love that no ho has replaced we ho i I know (laughs) the alt character i was like i didn't sign up for a no ho (laughs) i didn't sign up for the no ho resurgence yet here we are and i'm being forced into a place of like upscale vertical blinds and i can't say i love it i think sandoval's is going to keep going deeper and deeper into the valley Mm -hmm. they're gonna live out by like van nuys next up grapevine (laughs) katie comes over to sandoval and ariana's house in the really insane outfit but honestly good for her at this point like i feel like she's like the bella hadid of this show (laughs) because i think that bella hadid has horrible style she does get it but like uh, Gen Z seems to really love it and respond to it and aspire to a Bella Hadid aesthetic. So who am I to judge? And I feel like Katie is just now Bella. I There's excuse no her beret. Explanation. It's fine. A leather beret and whatever. Whatever you want to do. She brings over assorted cheeses for Ariana and her to like. She goes, we, we. We have espresso cheese. I've been to France. I was like, whoa. And Tom Sandoval's like, congrats, man. You guys signed the lease. That's awesome. He's so angry. So angry. It probably this probably fueled his affair because he was probably so jealous of Ariana. Well, you also have to remember when she was gonna do a cocktail book and then he was like got really intense about it and then was like, I'm doing it too, and like glommed on. And the fact that she let him has this shulpe that's gonna be, I think, do good numbers. I don't see how they like a sandwich shop is hard to fuck up. And especially now the odds are in their favor. So, yeah, I think shit's about to get dark. Her like hero arc is like going to help. She's also Andy hooking up with some hot guy from New York. Yeah, I love that. Oh, Sheena had a lot. to say. <laughs> well, Sheena was really like selling that point Andy was like what can you say about like this guy what's his name like Daniel or something like that he's yeah. like what can you say about Daniel Ariana the guy she was spotted just making out with recently and Sheena goes he is so great I love him and he goes <laughs> can you tell me anything else and she goes I love him and I was like Sheena truly I need her to have my back in this way too spin doctor I love her but he's like, yeah, man, congrats. And they they start drinking already. You see, I, know, I have like to a say. a glass of rouge at like 11 a.m. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Katie's drinking a dark Merlot. I know. That's what I said. Oh, a glass of rouge. <laughs> rouge. <laughs> I have to say, too, Tom's demeanor is like, he's like glowing. And he's starting to dress more like childlike. Like his with his like tie dye and like. Not, <laughs> I say this is your word. <laughs> no, but the way he's dressing is very like Gen Z. Mm-hmm. So I think he's like regressing. Yeah, he's inspired by Raquel's like Gen Z youth. Is she Gen Z or is she like 30? I don't know. She's like 26. Okay. She's like an elder Z-er. So 
when Sandoval talks also about their restaurant, he's like, yeah, they signed a lease that's amazing. And it's like a small place. So it's like he undercuts it and tries to like play it down as though like somehow it's going to be a lot easier for them because X, Y, Z. But it's like, no, it's probably easier for them because they made really solid like financial and business decisions around this venture. They weren't like, we have to go big like starts like start you know they are starting small and then it can grow into something he doesn't know what he's talking about no he doesn't know anything i really think it's true that they have truly the toms have no idea what they're doing i was like fooled for a second i was like wow they're they're smart businessmen i know i really was like good on him for getting out under lisa's thumb like starting on his own thing and then i was like wait holy shit like these two are crucially inept and should not be running a business. It's Tweedledee. The Tweedles. It's shonking. Yeah. And they, I don't think they deserve to fail, but they deserve to learn from their mistakes. And I think be a little humbled. They can file like bankruptcy or some shit. It's fine. They'll be fine. They're two white dudes. Like how bad can it really get for them? Can't really ever get that bad. Two white straight men. Uh, Sando goes they start talking about Raquel and Katie is like really pissed she's like she's a fucking whore <laughs> like here we go again I love when Katie gets in whore mode it's really whore incredible whore and Ariana goes she's not a whore she doesn't do anything for money and then Sandoval is like starts really arguing about like the ins and outs of Katie and Schwartz's agreement and like it's so thin because katie's like well we talked about this at length we both decided like we wanted to be friends and these were the boundaries like for us to be friends and sandoval is like well it seems like you decided that and then he just agreed and it's like bitch that's an agreement if he didn't like it he should have spoke up and then you can create a different agreement but just because you someone else decided and you don't have the bowls to like disagree like if you agree to something you're it's still an agreement yeah like what i mean again all of his he's literally fucking raquel at this moment i know it's wild so he's he's like truly just everything he's saying it's like you're disqualified i'm you have no (laughs) you have no i mean there was also an unaired footage of them in mexico the three of them in a hot tub nude him ariana and raquel and they're posing for a photo. Oh my god! Oh they're my taking, god! Ariana laughs, and they go. She goes, "Oh my god, we look like a throuple." And Tom gives this look to Ariana, uh, to Raquel, and where it's like just full of lust, and they're nude, and Ariana's like giggling, like she has no idea. It's really fucked up. That makes me sick. Yeah, that makes me sick. And Raquel's wearing those stupid oh white sunglasses. 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. We got to Tom Sandoval's, like, Joe, like, Joe is over Schwartz and Joe. And we get, like, a, li- a brief glimpse of Joe, which wasn't enough, quite frankly. And... It's like Joe be walking the dogs or like leaving the apartment. And as she leaves, Schwartz goes, I fucking love you, Joe. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I can't with these two people. And I love you, Joe. Apparently, Sandoval goes, says that Katie had been calling Joe and like texting her and leaving voicemails like after she found out that she was together with Schwartz. And I just am like obsessed with Katie going full trade me mode on <laughs> on I crackhead po- Joe. I posted a video last week where I lowered my voice and someone kept going trade me. People kept going trade this me. is trade me voice. <laughs> trade trade me. me is real. It was it was giving fatal attraction like the tape that Michael Douglas plays on the car. Mm-hmm. Play me. Play me. No, I'm haunted by haunted by treat me but it's also really an effective way to terrorize people and that is katie's like MO. strength is going full treat me on her enemies but uh, joe doesn't seem like someone that even cares i don't think joe's flustered she's kristen dowdy's friend like she <laughs> she's a, she's kristen dowdy's craziest friend and which means she's even more unhinged with kristen Do- than kristen is so you know that joe like trade me is the least of her worries also kristen was at that wedding we just never saw her she was yeah people everyone i was reading comments people were saying that she was totally at that wedding they just kept her like away from cameras at this point because she was still like blacklisted by bravo damn that's fucked up Trade me. Kristen Doty. She went. Trade me. <laughs> she went to Raquel. Trade me. My God. I would have died to be knowing Kristen's take on all of this. And like her involvement, I mean, would have ramped shit up to like fucking 20. Yeah. We're robbed. Robbed once again. But robbed, hopefully there fooled. will be a little sliver of justice in this world when she fooled. gets like time to say one thing. Now I'm going to start saying trade me for the rest of this recording. I can't. It's it really is the most effective. The, 
It's the funniest voice you've ever done. It's a, it says it all. Trade me. Black Philip. <laughs> Lisa swans into Sir to rain terror on her employees. <laughs> the Toms are going there to meet with her. And she first they... get, approaches the hostess and is like, What's happening tonight? And like does some witchy thing with her. Then she swans over to James at the DJ booth. And she's like, I heard Raquel's making out with everyone. That must be crazy for you. And James is like, what? And then he's, she's like, sounds like you're very, very jealous of her. And James is like, we, I'm not jealous. I'm definitely not jealous. I'm not fucking jealous. And then we cut to Raquel and we see her. She's, a being, she's serving the night and she goes, okay, who ordered the lasagna? <laughs> I was like, prayers for their soul. And James goes, Oh, she ho- she makes out with everyone. Peter, sweaty Peter, six hours into his shift, she'll go and make out with him. Who's next? <laughs> Good point. Yeah. If you're I'm making jealous. out with Peter, Oof. you are actually in a place of I'll make out with anyone. Yeah. I mean, she she will. She she will. No shame. Just the way it is. She'll make out with your mom. She'll make out with your dad. It's when you are. Yeah. She'll go just run a train. Through your entire family, extended family, exes, neighbors, futures. It's all Treat It's me. all there. <laughs> Treat me. <laughs> she sits down with the tomes. Let's talk about what's going on. Would you guys like anything to eat? And then uh, they're like, well, we'll have some goat balls, some rock shrimp. I was like, oh. Imagine. Charlie also going... You should get the corn ravioli. It's actually really good. I was like, <laughs> I have eyes on everyone's orders. I'm like, you better take some Pepto-Bismol tonight. Poison. Poison. <laughs> you should try. I was like, you literally, okay, wait. I got like um, an energy healing session yesterday that was like incredible and she like mo- cut all these like cords. She removed a-, a literal curse from me. I was like, "Who put a curse on you?" Uh, an ex friend of mine had put a curse on me. You don't know this person, oh. but a but you don't. You've never met this person, but this person put a curse on me. And this woman saw. She removed that, and then she was like, "You might." She was like, "You have to get out like a lot of metabolic waste." Like so. She's like, don't hate me over the next, like, 24 to 48. And I was like, that's fine. I'm ready to, like, shit my brains out. It's cool. Wouldn't be the first time. Certainly won't be the last. And, like, I was like, how is this going to show up? I literally woke up this morning. All my sweat smells like Argentinian beef week. It. I literally am, like, beef sweats right now. And I think it's, like, just the moving of all of those, like, it's like clearing out something you smell like a slim jim but it reminded me of sir when we were talking about sir i went to a place of argentinian beef week and then i was like my post energy healing clear out do you smell like a beef jerky no it's like a it's like a old it's argentinian beef week it's not even old it's like a a beef i'm happy for you but i'm also no it's sick but it's also a good sign i thought you were gonna say you woke up everything out you had a big diarrhea no, oh my God, no! Just sweat. She's right. Yet, no going wood. She was right, she, but I think my body's just like removing yeah, the curse, all of that. <laughs> the curse of the werewolf. 
true it was a true curse oh my god that's scary that's like that'd be a good movie i was like wait this person did curse me like yeah put a curse on she put a curse on me she's a she her Mm -hmm. women on women violence (laughs) not women supporting women bad female friend it was a bad female friend move and I know that it was her, not only because of talking to this woman, but I know that she did, like, she was doing energy work at one point and, like, dabbling in, like, energy stuff, like, energy work training. And I was like, she definitely wow. put a curse on my head. And it's been there for years. She did, like, Santeria. She did something dark-sided. But guess what, it's gone and i'm shielded and you can't curse me again <laughs> i'm thrilled for you and i'm also i think this is going to be a good summer maybe this is me too this curse has been responsible for moments of unrest for you i think it's been a curse on like my confidence and like belief in myself that's what it was it was a curse the curse was you will never believe in yourself you will never truly believe in yourself and i honestly felt that Mm. not to get like real real but you're about to have a hot girl I'm summer saying, you're about to get guys dick down there i didn't even realize like there are curses out there i thought that that was just like a weird upsell that people did where they're like they do a reading and then they're at the end they're like okay now you have to pay like 80 extra dollars because there's a curse but i can't do it this time we'll do it next time is like always something that you're told to watch out for but this was like all inclusive we're gonna cut cords and we're gonna clear out and we're gonna get this curse off your fucking head i think people can curse you latently without knowing like unconscious curses mm, that's more of a cord i think okay. like tying like a cord i've had but, a like, cord a curse is an intentional yeah you're about to you're about to go on lots of dates doll i felt so free and light and then woke up in a place of beef and that's okay but from beef it's over to- to beef from beef sweat and that it was i was like damn it's argentinian beef week up in this bed <laughs> i know it's so gross Sick. it's so but i'm happy gross. for you no it's good ultimately it's a good thing so sandoval is literally raquel comes over and he the way he's looking at her i was like this man is obsessed even i think I feel like I would have noted that even if I didn't know that they were sleeping together. I would have been like, this is weird. Lisa noted it. She was, you, you like this. Why do you like it so much? You're smiling all, hmm. She's like, well, she's saying you like that Schwartz and Raquel are having this, like, but she's, I really think she's saying Lisa had his number, I think. Well, I think she's just picking up on, like, why is he so into this? And the read was a little bit off, and it's just like, he's into Raquel. He's glowing looking at her. Like, it, he's gr- he's grinning in a way he I've wants never to seen eat him. Her. Yeah, yeah. He wants to consume her and be consumed. He also wants to fuck her. I was kind of like a little bit turned on because I was just like, oh, find someone that looks at you like that, but just don't make it Ariana's man. Raquel sits down and she goes, "So what are we having? <laughs> like you're on your you're on the clock, girl." Get back up there. I'm going to get in trouble. I got to go put your order in. I was like, you don't really work here. It made me so uncomfortable how obsessed Tom is with her. It's really 
That night is a big that night, and that night led to something, mm-hmm. as we hear later. Lala has the ladies over to her apartment. This felt very, um, this felt like elder ladies gathering to me. It's very knitting circle. It's knitting circle. It's also that Nancy Myers movie where they come over for pie. Oh. <laughs> Your favorite scene. Oh, Allie Wentworth, Mary Kay Place, uh, Rita Rita Wilson Wilder's. and oh, Meryl. Oh my God, a feast. Three pies. It was very that. Lala's just like, she's like, girl, I take this apartment feeling safer than that cold manor on Maholland. I was like, damn. Yeah, I mean, that apartment's way better than that hideous house. Yeah. That house always, I was like, something's off about the exterior. It's scary. I never liked it. It's scary. And it has a pickleball court. Sick. <sighs> Katie's back in her pumpkin head mode. Mm-hmm. And that's when I said, she's Bella, get over it. Yeah. And then I made peace. That's kind of her comfort. Her comfort is putting her hair up in a little pumpkin. Mm-hmm. Katie's also bringing her man out to Lala's birthday. Yeah, so she's been sort of seeing casually this younger guy named... Satchel. Satchel. <laughs> which made me think of Ronan Farrow. I know. And you know what? I'm like, I judged a lot just based on looks alone and clips from like the season on Vanderpump rules. But after Satchel made his presence known in the later scenes, I was like, Katie deserves to be looked at lovingly treated with affection. And you can tell that he likes her a lot and that's good for her. And I think he's a man. He just has, he can have like a little bit of a different haircut that might suit him. He could stay long, but maybe just add some volume at the root wouldn't be so bad. But I'm I'm happy for her. He's he seems like a real man. Like he has his shit together. He looks like Constantine. Possibly. <laughs> mm-hmm. He is like a Constantine Morales. Maybe he that's what like, she needs. She he looks like a mix of Josh Groban and Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. It's a little bit lesbian energy, which I like. Yeah. That's Katie. It could go in a Timothy Chalamet direction, I think, with the right haircut. I just think this like Weird Al Yankovic hair is not gonna. <laughs> to- he's serve. fully Weird Al. But I think that the bones are there. And honestly, if at this point, if Katie's happy, I'm happy. And if she can, like, lay the. I bet he has a good day. Hurt. That's what she says. Yeah, she's like, I don't have to worry about him not getting it up. And I'm like, hell yeah, Katie. This episode, I'm like, she's fucking. She's, She's tearing back. him to Continue shreds. this energy. Yeah, continue this. Keep talking about his broken dick. I know. The boys keep... They they cannot get away from Lisa this episode. This, the Toms once again head over to Villa, Villa Rosa. Lisa's horse, Baby Rosé, has died suddenly. And I'm really sad for her and Ken. I was sad too. Ken answers the door and they go, how are you, Ken? And he goes, not good. Been better. And... He lifted Rosé. She'd never been sick. She was only six years old. And he lifted her up. And carried, which I'm like, damn, he's strong. And carried her. I know, Ken. Wow. He really turns out when he needs it. He's like a mother lifting a car off her child. That's Ken. Rosé died in, in their bed. In a miniature bed. horse emergency. Really? Yeah, that's what she said. She carried him to bed. I think they took her to the vet in the bed of a car. And she died in, on the way to the uh, car. <laughs> I, I thought he like took her I inside think, i think that's what she said i don't think he carried her well maybe 
I mean, that'd be really crazy to carry a miniature horse from its like stable into your king's into your bedroom and lay it. In I your would be bed. surprised with Lisa and Ken. Carry. <laughs> Let's talk about it. I could see them. Couldn't you see them inviting a mini horse into their bed? Be honest. No. I don't think so. I think there's too much like straw and dirt on the hub. <laughs> no, I don't think anyone, even the biggest animal, like I would not, and I love animals. I would not carry a dying miniature horse into my bedroom and lay it on top of my bed and then let it die on my on my marital bed. I think I was I think I was just so harrowed by it. <laughs> A baby horse dying that I like misheard her. If I speak, I'm d- <laughs> she died in our bedroom. I mean, like, well, we brought it into bed because you thought that was the right thing to do, and then she died in our bed, in their bed that they sleep in yeah. every night. Baby Rose, like on their silk, beautiful bed. Where they lay their heads to rest, they just had a horse die on there, and then they're gonna just keep on living their lives. I I really don't think that's what happened. Where do you think they? Put... If they did, that's wild. Do you think they cremated her? Probably. Beefs. Lisa has a pet cemetery in her property, so I know that's a that's a big thing to bury. I know, but I think that you cremate and then bury the ashes, mm. or spread them somewhere. She loved the spread she loved the, the meadow meadow. <laughs> <laughs> but when it cuts to Lisa in her like theater talking to Puffy who's like up on the chair my mom was watching with me and she goes what is that about Puffy I mean it's hard like, to that's tell that's a Pomeranian with it's a Pomeranian it has alopecia They're, they become less dog more something it's it's a little talk about Pet cemetery. it's Cronenbergian yeah these things are not right imagine your beloved miniature pony passing away suddenly and traumatically and you're in the throes of the deepest grief you've ever felt and then tom sandoval and tom schwartz come over to your house they're such moochers to just ruin the your the rest of your life come in here boys sandoval comes in and does a double kiss like the most awkward i was like what yeah i hate it and then they just stress her out. They're like, we can't open. They get in like a fight in front of her. Schwartz accuses Sandoval of doing nothing. Of like not doing any work that needs to be done. Doing his weird band. That's and like rock bottom. going to get a manicure. I was like, ooh. He's like, I gotta keep these I gotta keep these nails fresh, man. When Schwartz is calling you out and actually making sense, that's when you have to like straight to Cedars. Yeah. Straight to the airport. To Schwartz like when Schwartz actually decides to stand up for himself and be a man, it is, I pay attention. Lisa went. And I hope he does more of that. Lisa went, Schwartz, why don't you stay after Sandoval leaves? <laughs> the best way to get over a dead horse is to get under another one. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not talking about Ken. No. I'm talking about you, you lazy lover. Flop on me like a fish. Make me forget about the death of Rosé in my bed. Yeah, and then she takes to a bed where a horse has died. Ew, I bet like they yelled at each other on their drive home. Yeah, I think Schwartz is just like used to probably being domed by Sandoval and then 
and everyone in his life because it's like he's comfortable being submissive but he really doesn't want to be that submissive anymore so i hope to see more of this relationship dynamic me too i have a theory that maya ariana and tom's dog has seen things and knows things i agree with you the her body language and the way she's like Looking around, she knows exactly what this man has been up to. She knows there's an outside presence in the house. There's, I just know it. She knows. They have kind of a painful combo about her eggs that have been frozen. and She wants to get them fertilized by Tom and make embryos, which he didn't end up doing that, right? I hope not. If she dodged that bullet and he didn't end up doing it, that was truly a life-saving like a game-changing blessing because she would have had to just trash those like they would be unusable and then she'd have to go through the entire egg harvesting process again it's got a lot of eggs i know but you have to like put your body through hell to harvest it made me start thinking about harvesting do it maybe it's time this is the curse lifted I know. Maya literally at one point, like, they're talking and she gets up and, like, goes and stands and is, like, looking at the door. And I was like, she's literally, wait, she's like, is Raquel coming over? Yeah, is that, like, is that bitch coming over? I was like, this dog really understands and knows what the fuck is up. Sandoval's also, like, you can see him planting the seeds of, like, this isn't a good relationship. He's doing it in front mm-hmm. of the cameras. He's like, you don't ever listen to me or, like, you always are, like, so hard on, and Ariana's kind of like, why are you doing this right now? And she's like, we're allowed to disagree or have different perspectives. Like, He doesn't want that, though. He wants someone that will just agree with everything he says. Yeah, I think he just wants, like... Raquel. I mean, it, it's clear that their relationship isn't working. And I just sense from her attitude towards him, like, it's like she is irritated at him because he just doesn't get it. He's like disengaged in the relationship and like not necessarily attuned to her needs. And that irritates her. So she lashes out at him. Like when he picked her up, when Charlotte was in the hospital and he's like, we go straight to the bed. And she's like, yes, Tom, we're going straight. It's like, what do you think? I know that vibe. Yeah. But he, what he's doing here and like what he looks like he's continuing to doing and, continuing to do in next week's episode is like makes me sick yeah he's you're sicko he's putting on a performance again just pull the plug you've done yourself such a favor if you had broken up and then you could have like gotten with raquel post breakup it would have been bad but far more manageable 100 percent deceit um lala's having a little soiree for her birthday at the classic cat which i was like where the fuck are these places i have no idea i've never heard of that in my life me neither i think it's like on the sunset strip kind of maybe looked like it maybe near hotel ziggy and the only people not invited are schwartz and raquel and charlie (laughs) (laughs) i love that i think she should have invited charlie though me too i need more charlie charlie had her back um well, first, Lisa, Garcelle, and oh, Oliver right. get together for dinner, and they kind of talk about, like, Oliver's relationship with his baby mama, and I'm like, I'm not mad at the inclusion of Oliver. I think that he would be a really good addition to the cast, or we need more of him, and maybe he's our entree into, like, Vanderpump Vegas rules or something. Or here. I think that, 
I think that we'll see more of Oliver in the future. He's hot and he's messy. He's hot. He's going out on his ex and not being honest. And really, that's all it takes to excel on Vanderpump Rules. Garcelle looks younger than everyone on this cast. She's like maybe the most beautiful woman. Yeah. Ever. And they talk about meeting people and feeling like, you know, they're the one. And she's like. I mean, what was it like when you met Ken? Like, what did you feel anything? And Lisa goes, I felt something. <laughs> I leaned over the bathtub and oh, there I felt something. I was like, I crave a mini series of their love story. His big old uncut British dick. His hog, like them in, a in the 70s in like the south of France building an empire of nightclubs and eateries and swing in London. And like, I, I want, ev- I want it all. Me too. I need them. I need that period piece. Um, Rock goes over to she or Sheena and Brock go over to Rock's apartment, and they force her to call Oliver's wife. Oh yeah. So she, the ex-wife, posted on social media that he's been cheating on her. That Oliver's been cheating on her. Mm-hmm. Raquel's like, I really don't want to get in the middle of this. And she goes, well, you need to talk to her. You need to find out. Call her right now. You should call her. You know she'll answer. Okay. <laughs> Damn, Sheena's on the beat again. She never misses. She goes, hi, it's Raquel. <laughs> and she has a one-sided conversation. Yeah, we don't hear her. With <laughs> this lady. <laughs> She probably was like, I don't I don't consent. I don't want to be in this show. Yeah. And then Raquel goes, I let she gets off the phone, she goes, Wow. <laughs> I was like, you love this. You, you love this. Love this. And then my favorite part of the whole thing, she's like, gets the whole scoop and she goes, I'm gonna confront him about it tonight. And I was like, bitch, how about you don't go on a date with this man? I know. How about that? Well, she has to do something because she, she's not invited to the party. So she needs to feel wanted by someone. She needs to film. Yeah. So Lala has her birthday at truly a, a place that appeared out of nowhere. Yeah. This is probably opened up during COVID or something because I've never. I've never known. It's like a lounge. A room. such a thing. I kind of wanted to go there, though. I liked the interior, maybe. The classic cat. Anything with a cat in it, I'm like, I'll stay away. I know. It's a real... It feels like a L.A. thing to mm-hmm. be like, the black cat. Black the cat, cat in the hat. Cat in the hat. The classic cat of Sunset. You can't call something classic if it, it just opened. Well, also before, while they're getting ready for the party, Allie reveals to James that the night of See You Next Tuesday where Tom was glowing with Raquel... She spotted them at like 1 a.m. at the Abbey alone dancing together. So Allie was really the first whistleblower. Mm-hmm. And she thought she was like, I just think it's weird. Like if my boyfriend was dancing with my friend at 1 a.m. at a club, I'd be like, why are you doing that? And James is like, I don't I don't think there's anything to it, though. Yeah, he's I think in the space of like, I've said far too much yeah. about my feelings. And now I'm going to reel it back because Allie is going to be on to me that. I'm still really obsessed with Raquel. Love Allie, though. She really... I know. She came to work. So the cast assembles. Katie and Satchel... Arrive. Stride in. And I literally, internally, I go, he has arrived. He has arrived. (laughs) 
He like is very silent. He's this is a good you don't want to make too much of a splash right out the gate. No. You need to like establish yourself as like a trustworthy ish citizen. Tom and, and Ariana arrive sweet. and they and that they're you can tell it's like weird. He's like, God, this weather. It's weird for LA. I'm like, you're a cheater. Yeah, you're literally you just got done fucking Raquel. Yeah. Oof. Speaking of which, Raquel strolls into her date with Oliver and sits down and really gives him a little talking to yeah. about deceitfulness and lies and that it's not okay. I was like, oh my God, this is gonna age like shit. I think there was some kind of like projection going on of like I don't, I'm, or I don't I don't know I, it was either just for the the camera or something but I this was sort of astonishing to me. She's like I really can't be part of this. And Oliver's like okay, well, you're right. Sounds yeah. good. I know. Also, she's like so I really like don't appreciate. It. It's like bitch, you don't even like this person. No, he's a pawn in your game. You're sleeping with Tom Sandoval. You're in a relationship. Yeah. This felt very Hills to me. It did. Where it's like, it's really like the going to like a nice restaurant, having like a, a real conversation, then like being like, I have to go talk to Lala. Is Lala there? And then like going into that restaurant and like having a nice conversation. I was like, you're Hillsing right now. I'm not mad at it, but it's definitely a different look and like, feel than ever before but also just shows that raquel is so desperate to be like in that group and like be liked by everyone and she kind of she admits that like she has a real insecurity about like being friends and like people liking her and like she cares about what they think so she goes she texts sheena and sheena's of course is like yeah come through (laughs) aren't you on a date though no i left i must talk to lala now and when Sheena comes out to see her on the street, she's like, he didn't even stand up for me when I left. She goes, <laughs> is she in there? I need to speak with Lala. She goes in and Lala is like, hey, mistress. Hey, mistress. Obsessed. And then <laughs> Raquel keeps going, would you like to chat in the front with me? Let us go in the front. In the front, we will chat. How about you come to the front? And Lala's like, all right, seven times a charm. Yeah. Lala decides to show this woman a shred of grace and go out to the front. And while they're talking, Katie turns to Tom Sandoval. And she's like, damn, Raquel's just everywhere these days, huh? Even with you dancing at the Abbey. She, he goes like, yeah, I guess you seem to get a lot of joy out of it. And she goes, you get a lot of joy out of it, too, dancing at the Abbey at 1 a.m. And I was like, ooh. And he gets so mad. Mm-hmm. He goes, what the fuck? What are you even talking about? <sighs> he also hates Katie so much. Yeah. I'm scared of everything and everyone in this situation. I'm scared for Raquel because I do think her mental health is tenuous at best. I'm not that scared for her. I was. Now I'm like, she's full of shit. I pray that she finds the inner strength to bounce back because I do want a success story at the end of the day. I crave it. I still blame Tom Sandoval more. Definitely. Um, so, yeah, they have Lala and Raquel have like a really uncomfortable combo. And Lala says, trade me. <laughs> trade me. No, she says that you're definitely 
not a mistress. She goes, you're not a mistress. Don't ever let anyone call you that. <laughs> Give me a hug. I was like, what? Come on, girl. Give me a hug. God, I love you. I know. I was like, Lala, you're kind of crazy, but I'm obsessed with it. It takes so little to win her back, which mm-hmm. shows that she's a she's forgiving person. Forget. It's fine. Yeah. But I also love that, like, now you have to leave. You can't stay here. I That was my favorite thing of the whole show is that she's like, okay, see you later. And you could tell and Raquel was like, back in. but, um, um, all right. And then she goes and waits in the bushes for Tom Sandoval. She probably texted him like, oh, God, I, that, I, I can't. Maybe I'll watch that scene of the hot tub. But it also oh, I'll, send, just I'll like, send you it. It's really yeah, hard. Send it to me. Send it to me. Tom is like fully trade me. So Send me. Which, I think we have like maybe two episodes left of like normal season. No. I thought it was a shorter order this year. It is, but it's not. I think there are more because I looked up the schedule and I put it into like some sort of document. Okay. Um, maybe that's just me. For cast our network. That's just me wishing it to be but only you wanting it to be over i just need it to happen just fucking do it just pull the plug i need to i'm like they're edging us in not a fun way i can't i've been trade me yeah i don't like having to wait but i'm also like at this point i've just accepted okay i think the reunion's like on may 17th i feel like there are more episodes <sighs> left trade me. As, if, as long as we keep getting teased and like marinated and saturated with this like sinister Raquel Tom vibes increasing then I'm fine I think it will ramp up to levels that we can't even comprehend our eyes will bleed it's trade me and our eardrums will explode and we will all enter a place of trade me (laughs) um well guys should we do our cult shout out well what yes thank you we really, I really dropped the ball on the cult shout out for the bonus episode. It's fine. You're traveling. Yes, if you guys are craving more sex unique podcasts, you should sign up for the Patreon. It's a really good deal. $6 a month, you get weekly bonus episodes. $10 a month, you get video episodes and bonus episodes that are videos. Amazing. $50 a month, you have officially entered cult status. the cult and you are a cult member. And you get shout outs at the end of each episode personally. And now this is the moment <laughs> that I'm Jeez. about to shout out the cult members who are active at this moment. Mary Lindsay. Mary Lindsay. Rochelle Martino. Rochelle Martino. Hillary Morrow. Hillary Morrow. Nick Sideris. Nick Sideris. Emily Fallon. Emily Fallon. Kim Lucas. Kim Lucas. And Jeffrey Prada. Jeffrey Prada. We don't know Jeffrey's last name, but Prada. It seems like that from his email. Love you guys. Love you guys. Thank you so much for your support of the pod. And guys, there's just so much good content. I can't stress enough, like what a good deal the Patreon is. I don't say it that often, but it truly there's over 200 bonus episodes, like. This Patreon has been active since 2017. There are bonus episodes dating that were released weekly all the way back to that era. Six years. 
six, yeah, six years worth of bonus episodes. There's recaps of seasons one and two of Vanderpump Rules featuring a variety of major guests. Long story short, it just keeps us going. It helps. It really does. And it is the main, it is the main reason that the pod happens week to week. And it's a listener supported endeavor. So that just means we're in this together. It's really good because people are obsessed with it and they want to pay for it to happen. So, haha, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we bid you trade me. Farewell. Have fun in Kansas, doll. Thanks, babe. Sexy Unique Podcast is created and hosted by me, Lara Marie Shane Halls. This episode was co-hosted by the one and only Carrie O'Donnell. This episode was edited by Ness Smith-Savadoff. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to Sexy Unique Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're craving more sup and just can't get enough and want access to things like bonus episodes, tons of premium content, as well as ad-free episodes of the pod, consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. You can find out more at patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast.